With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Service. Sam Edmund, you've got a, a lot on the books to run us through here. Well, not too much, Darren. I don't want to hold people for too long because there's already a clamouring on the text machine here to play the blues only call of the last couple of minutes. So I don't want to deny the people what they really want this afternoon. But a few nominations this week. So we had Dylan Stevens nominate North Melbourne. We had Zerk Thatcher nominate Port Adelaide in terms of the clubs they want to get to. Last week it was the Sava Radigalier nominating Port Adelaide. Now, the one beacon here that hasn't stated where he wants to go and what he wants to do is Ben Mackay of, of North Melbourne. So, Essendon, Sydney, Hawthorne, all still circling the free agent, yet to declare his intentions. He's met with all three clubs. He's had medicals at all three clubs. He's got the contract offers from all three clubs. And he's now sitting there, as they say, armed with all the relevant information to make a decision. I tell you, there's all sorts of ducks and drakes happening behind the scenes here. There's a, a whisper that one of the clubs aren't happy with the medical report that they conducted on Ben Mackay. There's a physical concern. Are they trying to throw rival clubs off? I mean, there's all sorts of clamouring here in the background. And then all at the same time, what the contract's actually going to look like so that North Melbourne can get that top band compensation, which, as we know, will be pick three. So we'll come back to North Melbourne in a moment. But just insofar as Zerk Thatcher and Asava Radigalia, how did Port Adelaide get them in the door? So they've got 37 and 43 as it stands, the power. And those picks are going to shuffle back too by the time father-sons and NGAs and uh, Gold Coast Academy kids shuffle on through. I mean, Geelong, what are they going to be willing to accept? And Essendon, who notoriously drive a hard bargain, and they make no apologies for that for their players. And with Zerk Thatcher, they've got a guy who they see as a key part of their future who's played almost every week. So I don't think Port are going to have it easy. And what are they going to do behind the scenes to get those players in? Zerk, Zerk Thatcher's a really interesting one to me, Sammy. Is it purely repatriation? Is, is yep. it just he wants to go home or was there a deal table? He said, that's not sufficient. Now I want to go home. You've 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 done your dash. No, all family related, I'm told, Derm. It had been on okay. the cards for a time. He had an offer from Essendon. He had an offer from Port Adelaide. I don't think they're poles apart. He just wants to go home for family reasons. That pull to get back to South Australia has been there for some time. Port Adelaide also linked to Brodie Grundy and now almost certain to join Sydney, he would say Brodie Grundy. So the power got a commitment from Jordan Sweet. Totally different tier Cal of Ruckman, of course, but this was the plan B of sorts for the power should they miss out on, on Brody Grundy. So um, just with Grundy, the two drastically different sales pitches by the power and the Swans was so fascinating. So Port's presentation was football heavy. It came from Ken Inkley, the two stars, Rosie and Butters, very much football focused. You know, the, the king returns home, you'll have the love, you'll have the respect, you'll play every week, the favourite son, you'll be one of our most popular players, you'll have everything you want here from a football perspective and look at the sort of calibre of midfield you're going to be working with. And then Sydney's totally different, all about the lifestyle, all around the work-life balance, the relative anonymity. You can be you here. The business opportunities all the Swans players have up there with big business based in Sydney. The networking is huge. His partner and her opportunities. So they were very different pitches, Jared, and I think he's definitely leaning towards taking ladder. We'll put Adelaide out of the running now, so it becomes a huge shock if he doesn't play at the SCG next season. Is it a good choice for Sydney? Oh, I think so. 
I think so. He, he just wants to be the sole ruckman. They they desperately need someone to change their, their contested possession profile, don't they? And a, a ruckman can do that, or certainly it's a great starting point. The thing with that, Sydney love a draw card. They for the last quarter of a century, they have had a massive draw card player, uh, and Lance exiting now. I don't know if Brody's going to be that. That they like the, the fact that. Someone can be on page three as easily as on the inside the back page of the the paper for exposure up there. I don't know whether Brody Grundy's going to be that. I mean, if he goes to the opening of a fashion parade, I don't know he's going to get that. But but it's, as as weird as it sounds, Sydney liked that exposure, so it puts the Swans' names up there. Obviously, footy's first and fo- focus and primary, but there's that element of lifestyle too, which I think will suit Brody. Up there, there's a little bit more bohemian in certain pockets and areas. I think that'll suit him. What about the race for Mackay? It's a bit like when we find a Melbourne Cup prospect in Europe and all the different parties their vets <laughs> go through and mm. just plant the right whisper in the right place so you might be able to get the inside running. If it's if it's six years, it's a, I mean, it's his market, isn't it? I don't think his football warrants what's going on at the moment, but the dearth of options in the market and the needs for key defenders does. If you had to nominate a front runner, Semi? Uh, probably Essendon, yeah. But we're, people are asking, like, well, where is he actually going? Well, the player hasn't made his decision yet, honestly, mm. and, and none of the clubs have been informed yet. Um, North Melbourne haven't even technically been informed that he that he wants to leave via free agency. So, But I think if you're framing a market, you, you've got Essendon in front. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, just in regards to what Melbourne may... I'll just come back to the Ruckman quickly, Jared. So, Essendon, Todd Goldstein, been linked there for a while. We know the Roos are in the market for a second-tier Ruckman, so maybe they have known for some time that Todd Goldstein will be on the move as backup for Tristan Cherry. You know, we talking about the Giants earlier with Pruce, who is out of contract, by the way. Uh, Big Briggs, who's killing him. And then there's Matt Flynn, who's a 108-kilo, 206-centimetre monster himself. So, it very much is the land of the Giants up there. He might be on the move as well. With the, the Demons, Shane McAdam is a player they will be bringing in. Very comparable offers from the Ds and the Crows. So Melbourne saw an opening here to prize open because Adelaide only offered two years with a trigger and then he had his head turned by Melbourne who said, bang, we'll give you three, we'll take you on. So by the time Adelaide came to the party with the same offer on the same money, Shane McAdam had already made up his mind that he was going uh, to Melbourne. Um, Jay Gresham, St Kilda are happy to let him go. Publicly, they say they want to keep him. Privately, they're very happy for him to depart. I'm not sure if there's a need to want to keep things civil or or friendly at times like these, but the Saints are absolutely content to let Jade Gresham pursue other opportunities if he chooses, whether that be it at Essendon and, again, another club who may be interested in him. Richmond met with him this week, I'm told, but I'm not sure if that's a likely landing spot. And then we get to North Melbourne. It's been the question for much of the year. What did the AFL do and how much do they do to help a club who finished 17th this year, 18th, 18th and 17th in the years prior to that, Jared. Do they deserve help and what sort of help? So they have picks 2, 16 and 39 as it stands. Mackay is going to be well paid, so he probably gets some pick 3 as well. Fascinating um, given that they're, they're hunting that top band compo. These are the dark, murky waters of the AFL ecosystem and the water hasn't always been drinkable. Like you're, you're speaking six-year contracts. It could be 3 
and then it's renegotiated. We've seen it happen before. So the league executive are going to make a submission to the AFL commission. They will sit down on grand final week to make a decision on what this package actually looks like. Is Riley Sanders involved? Is he not involved? It won't just be a here's one pick. It will be a package of sorts. The, the days of just thumping a singular pick on the table are over. So it will, might be part of a future package. It might be now. It might be both. Um, but all that to play out on, on grand final week for North Melbourne. Can I backstep you a little bit? You mentioned North Melbourne. You said they need support for Tristan um, Cherry. Is is Cal Coleman Jones out of out of favour? Uh, well, Cal Coleman Jones is seen, I think, primarily in their mind as a forward ruck rather than a ruck forward. Um, Which he's not. He's he's a ruckman. Yeah, yeah, but he is there, and they and they gave up a fair bit to get him in the door as well from Richmond. So um, he's someone who just hasn't kicked on at North Melbourne, though, Kingy. Well, it's been a pretty good patch, Sammy. I think he just knocked it on the head there with the 17th, 18th, 18th, 17th. Yeah. But um, I hope these deals don't... I don't know about last year's package of we'll give you a second yeah. and a third rounder, but you have to trade them. Because it just it just creates a desperation. Players that get overs to come to your football club, you have to sign them for long-term deals. I don't know if that's a, of great assistance. Give the pick or, or a suite of picks, whatever it is, but don't don't force the club... Into to, and making a business decision mm. they don't want to make. Mm. Yeah. All right. So that's the trade scenario as it is, Sam. Is that the lot? It is. Uh, Tom Duday, another one I know in your part of the world, hasn't made his call yet. We spoke to his manager, Scott Lucas, yesterday. So Brisbane are at the table here looking for depth in their back line given Marcus Adams' concussion uh, and, and retirement. So moderate offer from Adelaide, but he's weighing up his future.